Job chapter 14. Man who is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He grows up like a flower and is cut down. He also flees like a shadow and doesn't continue. Do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me into judgment with you? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months is with you, and you have appointed his bounds that he can't pass. Look away from him that he may rest until he accomplishes as a hireling his day. For there is hope for a tree if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, that the tender branch of it will not cease. Though its root grows old in the earth and its stock dies in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and sprout boughs like a plant. But a man dies and is laid low. Yes, man gives up the spirit, and where is he? As the waters fail from the sea, and the river wastes and dries up, so man lies down and doesn't rise, until the heavens are no more. They will not awake, nor be roused out of their sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol, that you would keep me secret until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? I would wait all the days of my warfare until my release should come. You would call and I would answer you. You would have a desire for the work of your hands. But now you count my steps. Don't you watch over my sin? My disobedience is sealed up in a bag. You fasten up my iniquity. But the mountain falling comes to nothing. The rock is removed out of its place. The waters wear the stones. The torrents of it wash away the dust of the earth. So you destroy the hope of man. You forever prevail against him and he departs. You change his face and send him away. His sons come to honor and he doesn't know it. They are brought to low and he doesn't perceive of it of them. But his flesh on him has pain and his soul within him mourns. We're now in the comments for Job chapter 14. And Job is still replying to his third friend, Zophar the Namathite. This particular reply went for three chapters, and this is the third chapter. And uh, it's Job's actual fourth speech in the book, and there are 19 speeches. In verse 2, he starts talking about flowers and how they don't last for very long. And he talks about shadows and how they just are here and gone. And he compares those things to the life of a human being. He says, talking about people, he grows up like a flower and is cut down. He flees like a shadow and doesn't continue. Um, so Job is, you know, he's getting a bit philosophical here. And he, he, he basically says, look, look how temporary and how short our lives are. They're just like flowers. There's another verse in the Bible that says, you know, that, that the word of God remains, but we humans are like you know, the flowers of the fields that are here today and gone tomorrow. So there are, there are a few places in the Bible that say this. In the book of Ecclesiastes, it says that everything is um, hevel, in Hebrew, can mean vapor or temporary. Everything's just so short. But the, but the Lord is eternal. 
And so Job is basically saying how short things are. And I, what I thought was interesting about this was the book of Job comes from the, peri- the patriarchal period or just before the patriarchal period, and people actually lived longer back then. So when you go back to the book of Genesis, we see that Adam lived 930 years, and quite a lot of those people before the flood were living in the 800s, 900 years of age. That was your average lifespan. It's been cut down to 10% of that. You know, it's now like 80, 90 if you have a good run. 100 maybe if you have a really good run. So our lifespans are now just 10% of what they were. But there was a period of time after the flood where after Noah, you know, his sons, Noah lived 900 years, but his sons lived like, you know, five, 600, then they lived three, 400, then they lived two, 300, then they lived 100. Abraham ended up living 170, 170 or 180 was in that period, not quite to 200. And so this book of Job is in the period of Abraham or just before. So Job's life, and we know he lived a long time because at the end of the book of Job, it says that he had he lived a long life and it says he had 10 more children. Well, it takes time to have 10 more children. Someone said maybe he had more than one wife. True, you know, that can speed things up, but it still says he lived a long time. So here we've got a guy We know he lived a longer life than us. He probably lived a couple of hundred years. Let's say he lives 200 to 300 years, and he calls life temporary, like a flower. And we think our lives are short. And uh, the truth is that young people, if you're a teenager listening to me, you don't really get a sense of this. The older you get, the more you realize how temporary life is, because life speeds up. And um, the reason for this is because when you're only one year old, a year is 100% of your life. When you're 10 years old, a year is 10% of your life. When you're 100 years old, a year is 1% of your life. So your experience as it expands, the amount of time, you know, the durations of time become faster because they become less. So in your experience, you know, a day just goes like that when you're older. And then you get to the point where you realize, you know what, my life just went in a blink. I remember it seemed to take forever to get through school, but now I've been out of school longer than I was in school. So weird. And um, so that's the nature of life. We used to have this neighbor who um, got put into an aged care home. And uh, you know, he was 94 or 95 when he went in there. He was in there a few years and we used to visit him every weekend. And he was 97 when he died. And in the last few months of his life, I remember we, um, we were visiting him this one Saturday and uh, we had another neighbor who was having an 80th birthday. And so we were telling the 97 year old about our other neighbor who was having an 80th birthday. And we were saying, oh, it's, you know, it's, um, it's Keith's birthday and he's just turned 80. And uh, the 97 year old said, oh, he's just a spring chicken. <laughs> and so for him, 80 was young But then he also went on to say, you know what, life has gone so fast. He said, I can't believe it's gone this quick. He said, I wish I could live longer. So all very, very sad. That that 97 year old actually gave his life to the Lord the day before he died, an incredible miracle. And so um, we, you know, we agree with Job. The older we get, especially, the more we agree with Job that our lives are so fragile and they're so short and um, temporary. We're just like flowers. And so in Job's reply, you know, he's getting all philosophical and he says that. And I would like to just say that's a true point. 
if you're young and you think that your life has got has got you know got many years spread out before you, well, first of all, you don't know that for sure, because no one knows you know what tomorrow will bring, and there are definitely people who died at a young age from all sorts of things. But number two, even if you do live the whole of your life, it goes fast, and you'll find that before you know it, you're fifty. Before you know it, you're eighty-five. It'll go in the blink. And so what that says to me is get your life right with Christ. Don't ever think that, oh, I'll wait till just before I die and then I'll get serious with God. And if you think like that, it will never happen. Plus, when you do that, you harden your heart and a hardened heart can't respond to God. So people who delay getting their life right with Christ, they find that the process makes their heart become hard and later on, they can't get their life right with Christ. Um, Job said one other thing here in, in uh, his reply. In verse 4, he said, you know, because he's getting all philosophical, he said, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean thing? Now, the answer to that is no one, but the answer, because it's a rhetorical question implying that it can't be done. But I thought about this and I realized that that's exactly what Christ does. This world is an unclean place. And yet the Lord enters into it and he brings out of this world something beautiful. And so that's the answer to every problem. It's Jesus Christ. Out of the mess of your life, the Lord can bring order. Out of the, the chaos of your life, God can straighten things up. Out of the ugliness of your life, the Lord will bring beauty. Um, the Bible says beauty for ashes. Well, that's what the Lord does. And out of the unclean, the clean. So you're an unclean sinner. And yet the Lord will bring out of you righteousness through the gift of God and through the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we don't blame Job at all or his friends, but we do put our trust in Christ. Lord, I ask that out of our lives, out of the uncleanness of our lives, out of the ugliness, Lord, out of the ashes, that you would bring beauty, joy, cleanness, Lord, power and grace to be at work in and through us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.